joy led him to a cross Mm. for us. What joy are we talking about? Reconciliation from God's creation, image bearers of God, back to the image giver. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Do you believe in life after addiction? You better believe it. Now, the host of Life After Addiction. Yo, Ryan, stop the beat a minute. I got something to say. Joy to the world. I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. And if the devil doesn't like it, he can sit on attack. What? Sit on. (laughs) I don't know that part of it. I don't know either. But I remember singing it in kids' worship at church. Guys, today we are talking about joy. 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 Carl, man. Not, not almond joy the candy either. No, no, no. Carl but if Carl interrupts us again Come on. in the first 30 seconds of a podcast. <laughs> no, that was all. <laughs> Come on. Oh, today we're talking about joy, and it is the Come week on. of Christmas. Christmas is That's this right. week. You see the tree, and you probably don't know if the camera's picking this up over there or not, but we have a callback. Our star on top of the Christmas tree is a little nitro box. You remember little nitro? I do. I, I have memories of little nitro, and they're not good. None of them are. <laughs> little nitro. <laughs> None of those are good memories. Oh, I'm just going to say it. I told Ryan he doesn't believe me. I told some guys this might be a little inappropriate, but the little nitro episode, first episode. Was that the first episode? It was. First episode of this season after a little nitro. My life changed forever. And... I bought a bidet the next day after my experience of the little nitro that night. And I want you to tell, um, I want to tell you our new sponsor is Hello Tushy. And you can buy, oh <laughs> sponsor the podcast. It's a, it's a great uh, bidet, very cheap, easy to install. No, they're not a sponsor. Anyways, let's jump in, lead us in. Joy. Joy. Well, first off, we got to do a little shirt promo okay, since I got it go. on. So, yeah, on that live free, baby. And since yeah. I'm the S2O Recovery 2022 model, you know what I mean? Well, okay. That's okay. Okay, stop. Hold on a second. Don't, one, don't stand like that. I don't know if the camera, oh, God. Chittister, don't stand like that. You're not a model. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing? Guys, this T-shirt. <laughs> This T-shirt, man, it's actually uh, my favorite T-shirt I've ever worn. It fits well, kind of makes your shoulders look swole. Yeah. It has a, we have a men's version, women's version. There, It says live free on the back. On the back it just says freedom uh, with a scripture. But these shirts, they're awesome. Uh, and if you buy one, you could buy one uh, at S2L.net. And if you get one, it goes towards our scholarship fund at S2L Recovery. So it's going to a really good cause. Uh, probably too late to get as a Christmas gift unless you're local. Uh, you can get those, and we can meet you somewhere. Um, but S2L.net, um, yeah. Good. Softest, thank most you. comfortable shirts in the game. Yeah, thank you Hands for bringing down. that up. Hands That's down. awesome. And it looks good. So we're going to discuss joy today. Um, and joy is a fruit of the Spirit, as the Apostle Paul talks about in Galatians 5. Um, and I wanted to read John Piper's definition of joy. Yeah. And it says, Christian joy is a good feeling in the soul, and that's important, in the soul, produced by the Holy Spirit as he causes us to see the beauty of Christ in the word and in the world. Um, So we see that the Spirit gives us the eyes to see the beauty of Jesus that called joy 
up out of our hearts. This is something that, you know, the Holy Spirit produces in us as we trust in God. This isn't mm. produced in and of ourselves apart mm. from God and, and apart important. from the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Very important. Um, and I just kind of wanted to read a quote. It's a little lengthy, but bear with me. I just, I just, it really spoke to me whenever I read this. Um, so this is a, po- a quote by John Piper as well. And it said, Christian joy is a good feeling. And by that, I mean, it is not an idea. It is not a conviction. It is not a persuasion or a decision. It is a feeling or an emotion. One of the marks of the difference between an idea and an emotion or feeling is that you don't have immediate control over your feelings or your emotions. Mm. You can't snap your fingers and decide to feel something. One of the reasons I am the kind of Christian that I am and have the theology that I have is that I know the Bible requires things of me that I cannot immediately produce by my own power. I am fallen, I am sinful, and yet I know I should be feeling the emotions the Bible expects me to feel. I know myself guilty. Um, And so it goes back into what I was just saying, you know, it is only God can produce true joy. And he does that naturally through his spirit, living in those who put their trust in him. Um, And then I I have a quote by St. Augustine as well. You know, one of the fathers of the church, a renowned uh, theologian, as well as a prolific writer. Um, And he said, Father, command what you will and grant what you have commanded. You know, he knew God commanded certain emotions from us as well, that we can't just say, hey, I don't want to feel this way. I want to feel that way. And it's only by our dependence upon the Lord and us bearing the fruits of the Holy Spirit that true joy can be produced inside of us. Yeah, and I, and I think as we're obviously just in this Christmas week, and by the way, Catapult this week will be online only. We're going to have a special Catapult, uh, Christmas Catapult on Thursday, the 23rd at 7 p.m. And so we're going to talk a lot about Christmas there. But specifically today, as, as we're talking about joy and literally kind of jokingly, a joy to the world as I, yeah. as I open it up. But that is what, and there's so many songs and hymns and things like that, written about joy around this time of year. And and I mean, the reason is not that it's fun to sing songs, although I think it is not that it's um, just tradition to sing songs, but these songs have meaning, meaning not, and I'm not talking about jingle bells and and things like that. Um, But I mean, these hymns and maybe even jingle bells. I don't know how the real song goes. I always talk about jingle bells, Batman smells, that kind of thing. That's not that version. That's not that version. But but joy and the joy of the world, the joy that we see, and even inside of those quotes from Augustine or Augustine and Piper, um, there seems to be a difference between happiness and joy, Mm. right? Because as a Christian, as a believer, as as a minister, as a father, as a husband, um, just as someone who's navigating this world and I have issues, I have pressure and stress and heavy situations that I walk in. I, I Obviously, in, in our line of ministry, we call it trench warfare, right? The guys that come here are in the darkest seasons of their life, and that's, that's heavy. Right. And so there's seasons that I'm not happy, right, or I'm not giddy i'm not happy and those kind of things but my joy should be foundationally in christ because as piper quoted as you're as you're illustrating as you're talking about it's not a emotion that i tag and that i can create and i can formulate but it is a gift of the holy spirit Mm. of god amen and if i'm walking in line with that um, i can have a foundational joy in the darkest of times i can have a foundation of joy uh in the season of loss right and I know Christmas, holidays, 
loss is almost magnified because there's an empty chair, you know, or there's a, there's a tradition that someone's not uh, going to be at this year that they've been at all these other years. And so those, those seasons and heavy things like that, my joy can't be shaken because I'm not producing it. And the one that is, is eternal. And he spoke all things into existence. And so how would you say, and we both have some scriptures we want to read that I think will back some of this up, but I mean, that's heavy. Like describe more about the difference between happiness and joy. And then also, man, how do you, everything I said was true. How do you tap into that in those seasons of loss, in those seasons of heaviness, in those seasons of anger, in those seasons of whatever, where happiness is not, you know, like right now we joke around and we have, that's happy. I'm joyful and all right. that. So kind of walk us through that. And just from your perspective and what you think about that. Yeah, I think, I mean, I'll go straight to scripture with it, you know, yeah. because James one, two, it says count it all joy when you meet trials of various kinds. Yikes. Now, when you hear that, it's like, okay, well that distinguishes a difference in and of itself. I can't have happiness amidst trials, mm. you know, that's contrary to one another, but the Bible clearly states, man, we can count it as joy. And well, why can't we count it as joy? Well, for one, we know that trials are to designed to produce spiritual mm. maturity in us Two, We know that God is sovereign and he works out all things for the greater good of those who seek him and love him. Therefore, we have this foundation with our eyes fixed on the Lord that, hey, regardless of what I go through, regardless of my exterior circumstances or situations, man, my joy comes directly from the Lord and what he has done for me and what Mm -hmm. he has done for the world. So it's not this temporary situational type happiness that comes from things that comes from stuff that comes from a relationship with others that that comes from these things found on in this world you know it comes directly from him and therefore that can't be taken from me yeah yeah and i mean something that Ryan does and i do and Carl does i just that we really push as teachers is we we want to tell you the what but we want to tell you the how too yeah and sometimes that how is tricky because it's really hard to explain in the natural world, yeah. supernatural things. Amen. Super hard. But if I had to take a stab at it, it would be what you just said. It would be my joy supernaturally given to me through God, through the Spirit. That's one of the fruits of the Spirit as a born-again believer. And and when I don't feel that and I need to press in, God, you promised this. It's your promise of the Spirit, and I'm pressing in, and I'm in this season. When I don't feel that, I guess the joy is if I had to try to explain supernatural and the natural would be resting in the knowledge of his promise Mm. and who he is and, and what you just said in the aspect of his sovereignty and in, even in a situation of trial, he's commanding us to have joy because of the outcome of the trial, right? Even though you can't see it, Ryan, even though you can't see it, Adam, even though, Carl, you can't see what this trial's producing, God, who spoke all things into it, remember I'll say it again, from nothing burst forth everything because he spoke, that God says that you should have joy in this trial even though you don't know the outcome. Mm. That sounds like faith Mm. and resting in his promise and his truth. It's almost like a call. So I guess my explanation in the supernatural would be it's a call to remember who God is yeah, and trust in him and rest in him yeah. and know that this is not our home. 
right? Know that if, if your mindset at the very least, because we've all been there, man, and the aspect of trials and devastation and life, and it's just like bang, bang, bang. It almost seems like it's one after the other, one after the other. The resting comes in. Man, if I, in my head, if I'm like, this trial is going to last forever, there's no end in this. At the very easiest baseline, I could say, this is not my home. My home is in heaven. I am a, I am an alien here. My home is in heaven with my father, and this earth is but a two-second slice with him forever yeah. after this. And rest in that. That's baseline. That's like if I can't go any further and I'm just so I could rest in, okay, even if I suffer this trial for 30 more years, that is nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And I should, I should count it a joy. Yeah. Why? God's doing something. Yeah. And I rest in that. Yeah, and the same thing goes for like, you know how we're talking about the difference between joy and happiness whenever we try to, you talked about resting in the Lord. And sometimes I try to do other things outside of seeking God's, um, seeking comfort from God. I try to seek it from other things, yeah. you know, whether it be on my own leisurely time or playing sports or, and not saying these things are bad, but I find myself not at rest. And, you know, being in his word Staying plugged into his word is how we can continue to persevere and endure. Because sometimes I go through seasons where I'm really, my soul is seeking joy, but my mind and my heart is seeking happiness. Mm. And that can be a fleeting thing sometimes. And it's fleeting and it's fleeting. And whenever we fail to rest in God's truths and promises, I'm not ever going to find that true rest for my soul. Mm. You know, and one of the verses that I always try to go to is Romans 15, 13. And it says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. So once again, it reiterates, you know, we see that through trusting and believing in God. Mm. It just says the Holy Spirit produces hope. It produces joy. It produces peace in us that I may be trying to find through different ways or avenues in life that I'm continuing to just be depleted and tired afterwards. Yeah, man, that, that's, that's really good. Carl, Carl, will you look up just Webster's definition of joy mm. and let's, let's talk about it because there needs to be some defining term. Now this doesn't necessarily mean this is biblical, but as he's doing that, I'm going to dive in. This is some scripture, just Romans 14, 17 and 18 and 19. It says this for the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So the kingdom of God, right? That the, the kingdom of God and, and our prayer is thy kingdom come, thy will be done. So the kingdom of God is our, is our, Focus is where we desire to be, where we are in Christ. Uh, and it says this, that, that for the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Mm. Whoever thus serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved by men. Right. So then let us pursue what makes for peace and for mutual upbuilding. And in the verse you used in Romans, it talked about peace and joy, and it's almost this, this connectivity. And here's what Webster says. Joy is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. Tears of joy. This is a thing that caused... Oh, wait, that's something different. I felt shame that I ever joyed in this... Oh, okay, I see. A feeling of great pleasure and happiness. And so that's what Webster's, that's what natural 
not supernatural definitions. It even has happiness in the definition, but it's almost like a bigger thing. It talks about a feeling. I would say that in a biblical definition of joy, and Piper nailed it, it's almost like, I mean, you have to use other words to describe joy that are used, but it's almost like I can rest. Mm -hmm. I can have peace. I can be um, okay with my situation. I could be okay with who I am. I can be okay with knowing that any injustice done against me or my family or my friends or my ministry or my my namesake, any slander, justice shall be served. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'll have joy in that, but I'm just trying to say, like, no matter the circumstance, I can be at at peace and have comfort. And it's it's just a weird thing to even try to explain it because that definition is what man can come up with. And it uses the word happiness in it. Yeah. And so, man, I really believe inside of this scripture, and I have one more uh, in Hebrews, and that one might take a second to kind of break down. But... I don't know, man, there's this, and, and, and I think it's, I know it's impossible to have what we're talking about and not have the spirit of God. Yeah. Now people can be happy, right? Without Christian, non-Christians, Christians, you, me, um, anyone, the, the, every, the atheist, anyone can be happy, but that is dictated by circumstance, yeah. right? Like what's going on. Like you can't be happy at a funeral, but I can have joy at a funeral. Yeah. Right. Not that I'm happy or I'm celebrating, but I can have joy. And what does that mean? That means that I can have a peace at a funeral. Yeah. I can have joy in the knowledge of God that if that person, my family member who passed was a believer, man, they would choose not to come back. Right. If if God gave them an option of returning to earth, their answer is no every time. Why? Because they're with God in his presence. No sin. Last week we talked about, um, the very presence of sin being gone and they're in that. Imagine being in a place where there is no sin and roll that back to, man, every disease, divorce, everything that's wrong with this world is here because of sin. Yeah. And it cracked that. And imagine not being in that place, man, it's so foreign to us, Mm. so foreign, but I can rest and have joy in the fact that, man, they're there. And I trust that. I don't know. This is, it's a weird thing to talk about, but it's a deeper thing than just happiness. And I think people need to know that. Yeah. And like you said, it is difficult to describe biblical joy and with just words, because it is supernatural and produced from the Holy spirit. So for us to try to, you know, explain it with the words is difficult, but I'm going to, I'm going to leave this leads me into my last verse and it's Psalm 95 and it's one through seven. Um, and I love the way David wrote this. Um, and it says, come, let us sing for the joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song for the Lord is the great God, the great King above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth, and the mountain peaks belong to him. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. Come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, the flock under his care. I mean, every single word in those verses is a reason to rejoice and be joyful in mm. the Lord. I mean, just nothing but gratitude 
for who he is, what he has done and what he is currently doing. And it's just I keep I keep going back to the word foundation, man. It gives you a foundation that never breaks, that never folds, that can never waver Mm. for me to stand on to have joy. It's eternal. And that's one of the main differences for me is happiness is temporary. Joy is eternal. And that can't be taken from you. I've been through many seasons. In fact, the darkest seasons of my life are the times I had the most joy. Mm. And that's only a product of the Holy Spirit working in my life. Like even I'll be honest right now, Mm. my family's going through some really difficult situations. And I talk to Carl about it a lot. He lives here as, as well as Freddie. And don't get me wrong. I have my days where I'm down and out and I'm defeated and I'm broken and I'm questioning things and I'm feeling fear. But then in just a moment, I have this joy that like my mind doesn't even fathom. Mm. My heart can't even process, but it's there. Yeah. And like, I almost get to a place and this may sound crazy, but like I'll convince myself that I should be more distraught or more depressed or like, like you, you you owe it to someone. Right. Yeah. yeah, Right. And it's like, man, deep within me, it's like, I have this assurance. I have this peace. Mm. I have this rest that feels odd, but I know where it comes from. And so I, I, I've got to a place where I'm better at embracing that and realizing like, man, I just need to embrace that, run with it, and knowing, man, God is producing this in me right now, um, and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and man, that made me think, and, and well, you just said it, and that's why it made me think, but it almost seems the the longer that we walk with the Lord and trust in the Lord and that we see Him move um, and just just constantly is doing stuff and like mind blowing stuff in your life. And it's almost easier to find that joy after, after time, after time, after time. So I encourage you listener, if, if, if you're young in Christ or not young in Christ, if you're young in Christ, no, trust this, have faith in this. And then don't forget the things in your life that he's done. If you're, if you've lived with Jesus and walked with Jesus your whole life, I challenge, and you're in this place and you can't find joy. I challenge you to go back in your life and look where he's protected you. Look where he's grown you. Look where he's loved you or look what he's done for you. And the reason I say that is because it's almost like I, there could be, I'll just use ministry and I can use my family too, but I, I'll just use ministry. There is times of great pressure in this ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, we got 30 staff members now and you know, this is the position that I'm in now. So that's 30 families. Yeah. That's all of the men that are in our program and their families. And then you got a pandemic in there and everything shut down and no one knows how healthcare is going to work. And you got to do it. So there could be great pressure inside that. And I find myself, I feel the pressure, right? I feel it and I know it's there, but there is this peace and joy that that is is really rare right yeah. and the peace that surpasses understanding and i it's because i've seen him move so much it's almost like it takes the responsibility off of us right it takes the pressure it should take the pressure so i mean i could see that line of pressure and chaos and i could walk right up to it and know that it's there and at any moment if i'm not like plugged into who god says he is and who i am it could be easy to step over into that chaos and just feel it. I've done it so many times, mm-hmm. but as I've seen, God just proves himself, proves himself, proves himself. And I, it's, it's something that we need to do is 
I don't know. I'm not a journaler. I recommend someone journaling, but I can't tell you to do that if I don't do it. But I do try to be intentional about constantly bringing up what God's done. Yeah. Hey, remember we prayed about that two weeks ago? We've forgotten about it, yep. but that was heavy on our hearts to pray, and God answered that. And I try to bring those things to our forefront because when I do that, it makes situations that are trials a lot easier because I've seen him move so much, man. And so I could be like, this ain't nothing. Almost, almost like... And I've heard this preached, but when David faced Goliath, he, he obviously the Spirit of God, you know, the slingshot, if you don't know the Bible, Goliath was this huge dude. David was a 16-, 17-year-old boy, and he killed this hardened war hero with a rock and a sling, right? And he did that because he went through trials. I mean, if you read the stories, he fought bears, he fought lions. He, you know, he was protecting his flock of sheep back yeah. when he was doing this. And so he had gone through that. And a sixteen-year-old boy can't win against a bear no. with a rock and a sling or a la la lion, right? But he had that experience, and he went up to Goliath, and he's like, "Man, my God, my God, knocked these bears and lions out. He's going to deliver me from mm. this Philistine too." Mm. And so that's, I guess, a, a, an example. But let me dive into the scripture real quick. Rome or Hebrews twelve, and this is a different. So that that's our joy, our our fruit of joy. But I want to see joy yeah. differently right here. Yep. So therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witness, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Verse two. Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the, on the, of the throne of God. Man, look at these witnesses. Look at the brothers in Christ around you. Look at the, the heroes of our faith, and look at these things. Look at these clouds of witnesses. And let us also lay aside every weight and sin. So you see these brothers, you see these things. Lay aside this stuff, man. Don't chase. It doesn't just say sin. It also says weight, right? And I think Piper says something about this. It's not just sin, yep. but it's also things that would stop you from, that might not be sin, but would, but would just distract you on this race. And run this race with endurance, the race that is set before us. Why and how? What's the how inside of that? It says, looking to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. And here comes that joy to the world song when we sing at Christmas. Here's why. It's because Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy Mm. that was set before him endured the cross. Joy led him to a cross Mm. for us. What joy are we talking about? Reconciliation from God's creation, image bearers of God, back to the image giver. That reconciliation happened because of the cross of Christ, and he did that for the joy of that. Crazy to think about, man. Mm. Crazy to think about. Thoughts? I don't know. For the joy that was set before him, man. And the same can apply to our lives. And I think that's a a lot of where joy ourselves stems from Mm. is the joy that is set before us as well. It's good. The joy that is set before us that if you've confessed your faith and belief in Christ, man, you know how this story ends. Mm. You know how this story ends. So we can have the same, you know, sight. As far as our future goes, that regardless of what's around me, like you're saying, regardless of the things in the world that are happening, man, I know how this story ends. 
So yeah. for the joy that's set before us as well, man, I can have joy. I can take heart. I can persevere. I can endure. I can get through whatever circumstances or situations may arise. And I, I want to point this out because it's so easy to find joy or mix up joy and happiness and try to find it within yourself. And I know it's reiterating it, but apart from Christ, there is no joy to be had. There is no joy. And it stems directly <laughs> yes. from a relationship with the Lord and, and by God, through his Holy Spirit produces that in us because there's many times where I can search different avenues to try and find peace or joy and it's not resting in his word. It's not resting in his truths. It's not resting in his promises. It's not by prayer. It's by all these other things. And I find myself just confused, depleted, and just at a place of, you know, darkness uh, very quickly. Yeah. And I I just think I just challenge we're closing. Uh, Today's Tuesday. Uh, again, in two days on Thursday at seven o'clock, we're going to have another, uh, we're going to come live or, or premiere a video here on, uh, YouTube and it's going to be a crisp Christmas episode of catapult, but we're going to be at our desk here for the life after addiction. But I just challenge you this week, have joy, (laughs) (laughs) have joy. This Christmas season, and we we really try to encourage everyone, and I don't know what walk of life you are. Maybe you're a parent of a loved one who's struggling with addiction or lost a loved one to addiction. Maybe you're going through addiction. Maybe you're married to someone who's going through an addiction. Maybe you've gone through an addiction. You're on this path of freedom, and you just say things are hard or easy. Whatever spectrum that you're on, if you've walked with Christ for 50 years or 50 minutes, I want you to know this season— 2021 Christmas. We've gone through crazy stuff the last two years in this country and the world. Just crazy stuff. Allow the joy of your salvation be reiterated with what we're celebrating on Friday. Is it Friday? Is Christmas? Yeah, Christmas is Friday. Sorry. Allow that joy to come up, not in happiness, because here's what's going to happen. If you're trying to find joy, which it won't be, it'll be happiness. If you're, but if you're trying to find joy in gifts mm-hmm. that you're giving or receiving, traditions like trees, family, all of these songs, and just that feeling that can happen, that good feeling that can happen at Christmas, that is fleeing like a drug. If you are resting on that for your happiness, man, it will only end badly. And for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. He came into this world, virgin birth. We're celebrating. I don't want to talk too much about Christmas because we have a whole thing coming up on Thursday. Um, But, man, this year needs to be different. Not happiness, but joy. You want to close this out? Yeah. Um... I'm going I'm to just fi- finish with one of the verses that I already read. And it's may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Keep your eyes fixed on the Lord. Continue to chase after the things of the Lord. Yeah. And he is faithful to his promises. Joy will be produced in you as you continue to trust and abide in the Lord um, and you go about your walk. Amen. That's life after addiction. Life After Addiction is a production of S2L Recovery. If you have any questions you'd like answered on the podcast, email them to info at springtolife.net. That's info at spring, the number two, life.net. 
And for more information on addiction recovery, visit s2lrecovery.org. If you're hearing this right now, you're probably like, who the heck is this and why are they playing during my favorite podcast? And I get it. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I do want to introduce myself. My name is Trevor Tyson, and I'm the host of Trevor Talks, where we talk to real people about real topics and real stories. I just want to invite you, if you love podcasts, if you love music, if you love books and love hearing from the people who create it, come check us out at Trevor Talks. Simply go to Google or Life Audio, type in Trevor Talks, and it'll pop on up. Hope you have a great day. 